Sports. The G-Cat is on it. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Now, settle up for a tall glass of sports talk. Here's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. has joined us. Hey, Kattengill, Hacienda Studios. I think it should be brought to you by like a dog food or company or something since McQueen is uh, about to gnaw on your arm there. Yeah. What do you think? He's been good. He has been good. He hasn't beaten you too much. That's bad. And um, we have been asking for your phone calls on the upper cervical family chiropractic phone line. New members to the Sports Hangover community and ESPN New Orleans. So we thank Josh. Dr. Roulette, uh, we will see his staff and he tomorrow will be there at the facility. We're going to do it once a month. Just kind of get you an idea what they do with their all the different type of therapies. I've been going there for about a month now. He wanted specifically for me to go over there, see what they do, see what they do, um, how he does it and all that, including Lakeview Massage Therapy, which I highly recommend. <laughs> highly, highly recommend. So we'll talk a lot about that tomorrow. Wednesday, Saints first practice. Saturday, first practice that fans can attend and on Monday one week from today the first padded practice 14 total practices before the Saints kickoff training camp I mean a preseason against the Texans on Saturday August 13th and if you're wondering we are one week from Thursday from the first preseason game Hall of Fame game Thursday August 4th Jacksonville at the Raiders NBC 7 o'clock the Giants and Pats Titans and Ravens the following Thursday kicks off the real preseason week. Falcons-Lions Friday, then the rest of the division on Saturday. Saints-Texans, Panthers and Commanders and Dolphins and Buccaneers. Roy, you, you betting on your, your Dolphins in the preseason game against Tampa not? Well, you, you do preseason odds, don't guess, you? Yeah, the Raiders are one and a half uh, for road favorites in the Hall of Fame game against Jacksonville. Total wow. is 33. Okay. David, thank you for giving us a call here on the Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic phone line. How are you? I'm doing good. How you doing, Greg? Doing well, man. All right, thank you. Uh, well, I just wanted to let you know I've been watching the show. I mean, excuse me, uh, listen to the show for about uh, two months now. Okay. Uh, great show. Appreciate you. Oh, thank you. And uh, I just wanted to comment on the Saints. I'm, I'm a diehard Saints fan, born and born raised in Louisiana, but I currently live in the Atlanta, Georgia area. Uh-huh. Uh I just wanted to say I have all the trust in the world in Jameis Winston, and here's the reason why: if the media and fans uh, only stat, only stat that they can say to discredit James Winston as a quarterback is one season of thirty interceptions. Uh, do yourself a favor. Don't become a lawyer. Just work at a fast food restaurant. <laughs> because here's the thing: James Winston has too many accomplishments to not be considered a capable quarterback. And and, and I think it's been well documented on your show yeah. all of his accomplishments. Yeah. And here's one that hasn't been mentioned yet. The year the year he threw the 30 interceptions, he had 33 touchdowns, which mm-hmm. led to lead. But he also had another year during 30 uh, touchdowns, which was second in the league behind uh, Lamar Lamar Jackson, Jamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson from Baltimore mm-hmm. when he was the NFL MVP. So I have all the trust in the world, Jameis. You look at his uh, his stats from last season. With those receivers, he still threw 14 touchdowns. With those receivers, he, I mean, come on, you know, he. What else does the man had to prove? He was six, five and two as a as a starter, 
should have been six and one if the safety had a devil's job against Atlanta. Should have been six and one. Dude, so oh. I'm all in on Jameis Winston as far as his capability. If if anything is a concern for me, I'm more concerned about Dennis Allen as a head coach because let's Are be you honest. Really? I, well, I mean, what he did in the Raiders, mm-hmm. his head coaching his past record is definitely not impressive. I mean, if you're gonna, you know, be concerned about a quarterback with one bad, really one bad stat, mm-hmm. then I'm concerned about a coach that doesn't have a proven uh, record in the NFL as a head coach. No, no look, I, I understand that. I, I do because you are what you are, and that's your history, right? When we look at resumes or we talk to potential clients. I mean, they, they ask, Hey, what are your ratings? What do you bring in listenership? I mean, that you have to go on some sort of metrics. There's no doubt about it. I think David, what I've been, I guess, bringing up and making a point is I feel better than I would if this was different situations. Like when he did go to Oakland, Oakland needed. To establish culture, stability, they had an owner that is not the well. I mean, you see his son, right? I mean, it's it's not uh-huh. it, it's like Steinbrenner and the Yankees. It, it's an unstable ownership group over there. You didn't. I mean, go Google the quarterbacks, the receivers, the roster there. So you're trying to, as a head coach that comes in, establish your way, find out what that culture is, find out who my leaders are. Get people to buy in. Like that, that takes some time and it's hard to do. Dennis Allen, you know, moved offices. He knows the building. He, he knows the staff. His offensive coordinator that he went with has been there 16 years. So I, I think when you look at some of the things he has in place here, he didn't have in Oakland. You have, as Cam Jordan is, and I'll play the soundbite here coming up. He, he went on for about, you know, almost two minutes when Ed Daniels goes, Hey, who's leading this team? And he was almost incredulous. He was like, dude, how many do you want? And, and I do think you have leaders on this team at pretty much every position group. You have experience of a team that's been in the playoffs, experience from a team that has the expectation level of going to the Super Bowl, right? Just two seasons ago, really in Brees' final year. So mm-hmm. I, I think when you have all of that, Dennis Allen's biggest job really is to manage the game and come up with the right game plan. And, you know, the, the hires that he made were sensical and, and, and targeted, right? That receiving group, you know what? Maybe it's time for a different voice brought in somebody else. That offensive line group, it is absolutely time to bring in somebody he trusts and knew. Doug Marone, 2000, you know, six when he was here with the, with the, with Peyton was the offensive coordinator. He's been a head coach. That's somebody that Pete Carmichael can rely on, can talk about, and can help my offensive line. And then he went and got the Alabama guy, you know, strength and conditioning, um, to keep this team healthy because the offensive line and guys have been getting hurt and not staying there. So the hires were targeted. And, and that's why I just look at it as it's, it's him putting a stamp on things, not creating what the Saints are going to be. And I keep using the reference, I won't be surprised, and I would like it to be more like Pittsburgh, Cower, Tomlin. Yeah. When Tomlin came in, that was a Super Bowl winning team. That was a team that was a yeah. playoff team. Tomlin just had to kind of maintain and put his own stamp on it, but don't change what ain't broke. That's literally what Dennis Allen's been saying the last several months here. Put your stamp on it. 
But there's a lot of things that aren't broken here. You're going to follow what Sean Payton kind of led the way there. To me, it's almost like in basketball, Duke or North Carolina, you're, you're kind of leaving programs at a certain level, right, when – you know, you have guys that step away, I guess. So, Rafael, I mean, that's how I look at it. Yeah, and one thing I have to say about James, I think he's still on a short lease. Because don't forget, the Saints flirted with Russ. They flirted with Watson. They flirted that's with true. Jimmy G. They I flirted agree. with Baker Mayfield's name, come to mention. So if you're James, that has to be in the back of your head as well. And they only gave you two years. Well, I, I'm just going to say something about that. I, I don't see the reason why they had to <laughs> right. flirt with other quarterbacks because you look at his production as a Saint. I mean, I, I don't see what he, what the, the question is, what did he do wrong to justify having to go and, and flirt with other quarterbacks as a, as a New Orleans Saint? No, dude, I, I think David, um, I think he's a good he's, value bet for NFL comeback player of the year. I no, think and Wade that's Whitson's what I'm saying. Value, good uh, value. And he's going to win because of the Saints defense, not because of his play. Well, and along the lines, David, it's what I, I said last week, the analogy of my wife. You know, bringing up, she left the, yeah, she, she left the fridge open, you know, some things, uh, kind of melted on us. Uh-oh. <laughs> and I'm like, bro, you gotta, you gotta, you know, you gotta, gotta be more careful. And she said, really? Well, you've done it. And I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. She brought up seven years ago, me not closing the fridge. Oh, wow. And I was like, I, I don't buy that. I think you're lying. I mean, my son's five. So this is pre Carver. This is before he became a dad. And she knew exactly what was lost. It was a roast. And she knew that I hadn't closed it. And I'm like, well, she's like, it's after you cut the grass. I'm like, yeah, I do kind of tend to get a cold beer from the, from the shed. Yeah. yeah. After I cut the grass. So well, it sounds possible. I, I but that's I, what I'm saying. I was I, still I, paying for something I did seven years ago. And I think to uh-huh. answer your question, what did Jameis do? Jameis threw to 30 picks. Like, I, that people yeah. will just not, cause I'm with you. 5,000 yards, 33 TDs, but all people see is the 30 picks. Well, looking at the Saints overall as a team, um, you know, I know you, uh, I think it was last, uh, I forget what day it was last week, but you had a topic about what the, uh, Vegas and mm-hmm. other are, are, you know, as far as the talent level on the Saints, um, uh, team. I mean, it's, if this team is fully healthy, okay, if this team is fully healthy going into the playoffs, I expect them to go to the NFC Championship game. Here's why. Ooh, okay. If this team is fully healthy, you got arguably the best wide receiver in the NFL, Michael Thomas. You got arguably still a top 10 receiver in Jarvis Landry. You got Alave, who was, you know, a, a, a projected highly rated wide receiver out of Ohio State. You got arguably the best running back in the NFL in, in Alvin Kamara. You got arguably the best, uh, tackle in football in round check. You got arguably the best center in football. Um, oh, I, I can't, my, McCoy. God, excuse me, my, yeah, McCoy. And on the defensive side, you got arguably the best middle, uh, linebacker in the NFL. You got a top 10 cornerback at this, at the cornerback level in Marshawn Lattimore. And you still got a top five uh, safety in Tyron Matthew at the safety level, and it's, it's we all know what that defensive line can do. So you know the the thing about the Saints is I know Kamara's going to be serving some games with suspension, and their overall record in the regular season might not be as good as we it should be because right. of uh, Kamara's suspension. But if they go into the playoffs healthy, this team can can at least get to the NFC Championship game. David, sounds, thank sounds you for like the phone 17 call. And 0, but they're 16 to one. Hey, you know what? Just for that, just for that, he's getting the, he's getting the, he's getting the. There it is. Thank you, David, for tuning us in, man. Two months ago. Hopefully, we're right, entertaining you, dude. 
Thank you for the phone call. Oh, thank you. I'm going to continue to listen. I'm going to continue to listen. Appreciate it. What, what are the odds? 16 to 1 to win the NFC, or to make it to the NFC championship. It is 16 to 1. Who that John will come to you right out of the break and they will bring in Marlon, the big fave, favorite. Sports Hangover next on ESPN New Orleans. Greg LeBlanc Toyota in Homa has got your summer deals. Plus, we're ready to deal on every vehicle in stock or online too at greglebontoyota.com. Remember, we have the all-new Toyota Tundra, totally redesigned and ready for your summer plans. The kids are out of school, and you've got vacation plans. It's the perfect time for something new, and we want your trade, and we're paying top dollar. Greg's got the deal. South Hollywood Road in Homa. Greg LeBlanc Toyota in Homa has got your summer deals. Balance. You may know what that word means, but can you apply its meaning to your body? You see, it's all about the brain. At Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic, doctors work to locate and remove any nerve interference so your brain can communicate clearly with your body and help you correctly heal quicker. Located in Lakeview on West Harrison, Dr. Josh Roulette and his team at UCFC utilize a number of therapies to make your road to pain relief, recovery, and total body wellness efficient and effective. Go to ucfamilychiropractic.com for more information. Educate yourself on your body and let us get you back to balance. Energize your business with Bayou Black Electric Supply in Homa. When you're elbow deep in a job, the last thing you need is to lose time and money fetching electrical supplies. Bayou Black Electric will deliver your items to the job site. There's daily scheduled service throughout South Louisiana, Lafourche, Terrebonne, Morgan City, New Iberia, and Lafayette. Plus the River Parishes too. If you need parts, call Bayou Black Electric Supply. 985-223-8807. Highway 311 in Homa. The other day, someone said they saw a roach the size of a nutria down around Cutoff. I don't know about that, but nasty pests like roaches, termites, ants, and spiders are running wild up and down the bayou. If you got bug problems, call Terminex and the Bayou Boys, Dan and Billy Foster. They'll be there in a jiffy to protect your home or business. So whether you live up the bayou or down the bayou, Terminex is here to get rid of bugs any size. So call those Bayou Boys. They'll get you, get you Terminex tough. Can we talk? talk sports? Real sports. Give us a hot spoonful of your opinion. Now back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Gus Kattengill joined today here at the house with Rafael Esparza via side Doc Sports over on Twitter. Joining us on the Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic phone line, Hudat John. Thanks for holding on, sir. I know you've been holding on for a bit. Then we'll get to Marlon Favorite. What you got, Hudat John? Hello, Gus. Uh, Mr. Um, Mr. Raphael, how you doing, sir? Welcome back to the city of New Orleans, home of the future of the 2022-2023 Super Bowl champs and 2022-2023 NBA champs. Welcome wow. back to the city. That's a that's a that's a great year for a, for a, for any state. So. That's that'd be. A, I would say one. So, I would say one. I would say one of those things. Good. Oh, higher probability. Uh, Saints. It, it, really? It's all on their offense. Okay. Their defense up there. I've been telling you, their defense so, is always going to be. But there is a chance. You did give it a probability. But then they have to play an AFC team. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not the theory on this, though. They can keep beating these, each other up so much that I wonder how healthy they'll be by the time the Super Bowl comes. That's true. You're right. You're correct on that. Yeah, all right. Go ahead, Hudad John. 
We're real quick, Raphael, what's the over and under for the Pelicans game? Win total. I mean, win total. 45 and a half, but we were, uh, uh, Jordan was showing us highlights from, uh, yesterday's Smith League, so I might have to bump him up to 55 and a half. (laughs) I've seen that. I've seen the highlights. That's crazy. All right, I'm going with the over. I I like them. uh, go. I like them I'm at sorry, forty-five. Go I like them at forty-five and a half. We, me, and the other odds makers, we were going back and forth. I was going to make them like forty-six and a half, maybe even forty-seven, but we chose the uh, forty-five and a half. I, I would not be if they stay healthy because I think their bench is going to be huge uh, uh, this year. Uh, then I think they can be be a very big surprise uh, in the NBA this year. Uh, game here, game there. I'm still going over. Um. I agree with everything my previous the previous um, who that um, member said except about the Dennis Allen. I just think that just needs to be a wash, not even mentioned. That was a bad team, not even a great Sean Payton. I think would have made a huge difference. But I called about um, about the pressure thing. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of that is, is is media and fan built up. I mean, I, I know these guys feel pressure, but I don't think it's just as enormous as we. Make it to be. Now, don't believe me. I'm in a bag of Jameis's head. Yeah, he probably does have pressure, but no one's going to put more pressure on than he will. And I'm going to make a bold prediction, Gus. I think and I believe that Michael Thomas will win comeback player of the year. I, you remember that story I told you? Well, I told you I picked up Jawan Johnson because my man earlier said he picked up the left tackle, and that's that's who he thinks going to start. But when I picked up Jawan and his fiance, we didn't talk about football on the on the way home. On the on the way of me, I was Uber and bringing him home. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were just talking about light, but I couldn't help it. As I was helping him with his bags to put him to go home, I had to ask him two football questions. I said, hey, give me your opinion on Dennis Allen. And he was just raving about, oh, I love him, blah, blah, blah. You want to play for him? And instead of me asking him about his own stuff, I asked him about his teammate, and that was Michael Thomas. I said, I said, Joanne, I said, give it to me straight, bro. I said, is Mike T going to tell his lead up? He said, man, let me tell you something. Michael Thomas is going to show everybody why he was – the number, you know, why he was the top receiver. He's, he's coming back with a vengeance. So, be, believe be, me. Be I, careful is, on that, though. If, go, go he, if, if Thomas has the numbers that you may think he has, they will give the NFL comeback player to your, to Jameis Winston, not him. Just because of the negativity he had about not with, with the locker room fights, the negativity, they will give it to Jameis Winston uh, if, if Thomas has the numbers. Because who gave him those numbers? Jameis gave him those numbers with the passes and all that. They'll give him the comeback player to you before they give it to Thomas. So you don't think, uh, Mr. Raphael, you don't think uh, just him playing all 17 games and just maybe a 1,000 yards and maybe eight touchdowns is enough? He has to go uh, – like 1,200, 1,300 to win that award? You don't think him just playing 17 games to contribute in a big way is, is enough? Uh, oh, it will be enough, and I think if he doesn't get it and they give it to Jamison, I think there's going to be a lot of people that go, oh, they should have gave it to Thomas. But th- this is a quarterback league. They're, of course they're going to give it to That's a quarterback. True. That's true. Well, I'll put my money on both of them, Mr. Raphael. I'll put my That's, money on both smart. of those, the over and the same. Cool. <laughs> Thank That's you, all I got for you. I just wanted to speak to you all. No, not a problem, man. Always a pleasure, bud. Um, stop on by soon, man. We'll be over at Francesca this Thursday, man. Love to see you. I will. I will. I will. Sounds good. There he goes. Who that John will bring in Marlon Favorite here. Uh, by the way, this is a, now a battle. This is where we are. Marlon Favorite at Big Fave 504 joins us now on Twitter. I mean, uh, on Twitter who now joins us on the upper cervical family chiropractic phone line. This is where we are waiting on practice. The question is, 
who's your Mount Rushmore of the NFL, quarterback of all time, wide receiver of all time, running back of all time, best offensive player, pro football focus putting that out. They had Lawrence Taylor, Jerry Rice, Tom Brady on their list, and Deion Sanders as their four. And now the battle now rages. Somebody says Micah Parsons better than Lawrence Taylor. <laughs> well, really, really, you, 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 you raised your eyebrows. You think Micah Parsons right now for the Cowboys no. is better than Lawrence Taylor? No. Uh, there's another guy that just won a Super Bowl that I think it might be better than Lawrence Taylor. Who's that? Who just won the Rams? Who just won a Super Donald? Aaron Donald? Yeah. Ooh. Are you, who, who's the best defensive player of all time? Uh, Marlon? If I go best defensive player of all time, defensive, I have to go Deion Sanders. But if we go by a position, I mean, it's a toss-up between Aaron Donald and Reggie White uh, as that guy. Um, Aaron Donald is making a huge argument, right, uh, for, for, for being that guy. Um, yeah, but that list, man, that list plays so many different roles. Like he, I'll say Tom Brady, that's about right. I'm, I'm, this might be blasphemous, but I, I mean, dude, you, you've had some incredible defensive backs and safeties on there. I think Dion got to where he was. Again, I hear me out because Marafio's looking at me like I'm crazy because of the pick sixes, because of yeah. him returning. Yeah. He was electrified, but again, he was a returner. He was a kick returner, so he was electrifying athletically, but he couldn't tackle. He never tackled. And coverage wise, I mean, it, he jumped and got the ball if it was a bad pass. I wouldn't, Put him in like I don't know, like Palomalu or something. Yeah, I would like, put Palomalu. I mean, like I'm talking Dion. about dudes that will knock your head off. Like I think of that Ronnie Lott. Yeah, and I just I mean again the battle is going on. I mean this means nothing. I mean Sanders is he's a Hall of Famer. So it's, I mean we're talking differences of a Hall of Famer. When I'm saying if 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 your Mount Rushmore is only going to consist of one defensive player, like I I need a guy that put fear. Like I mean. Singletary, Buckus, yeah, I mean, like somebody that literally knocked teeth out. I, I think I gotta go because of that game. I get, I get prime time, but he was also disliked during that time because everybody thought he, you know, he got too much hype. So I, I don't know, Marlon, I feel you, but I'm just man. If you could only pick one defensive player, you're going with prime time, huh? If I, if I can only pick one defensive player. Now, the reason I picked primetime was because the amount of turnovers he made and when on the field, he made a difference, right? One of the main elements to being one of the better defenders is, you know, is being able to create turnovers. And he did that exceptionally well. Um, the, the second, the second piece to that is, well, Marlon, who was knocking people's heads off? Now, if we're going to go that level and we're going to take it to who was knocking people's heads off and, and so on and so forth with that. I mean, you, you gotta you gotta say Ray Lewis, Mike Singletary. I mean, if we're gonna go Ray and, Lewis, hey, yeah, man, Ray Lewis. To, I mean, Ray Lewis. I'm just again, I'm not disrespecting your opinion or primetime because he's again a Hall of Famer. But dude, those dudes yeah, there, Gus, I mean, that was weird. Because look, Gus, there was an era in football where it was heavy, heavy hitters, right? So <sighs> I'm talking about the Jack Tatum's of the world, mm-hmm. the Rodney Lott, like. When you start digging into players who, who really inflict pain into people and fear, Lawrence Taylor, like legit, he's Lawrence Taylor is the reason the left tackle gets paid right. a boatload of money, right? Well, <laughs> so, no, I, I mean, I, I it, it gets sticky. 
Marlon, you're on my list. I'll, I'll put you. I'd put you on my Mount Rushmore. You're, you're on my is. list. Uh, the West Bank defensive the West tackle, Bank Marlon. <laughs> defensive tackle, Marlon. I, I don't know. I, you know, I threw that out there, Marlon. The West Bank Mount Rushmore might be pretty good. We've got some pretty good high school football players that came out of the West Bank, bro. You, you might have a little Ooh, competition. Yeah. I'm being serious. You got, you got some pretty good ones. Um, Juan Kincaid, Fox H. I mean, if Bo Jackson would have played oh, a little bit longer, yeah, I agree. <sighs> Dude. He could be the, he could have been up to the greatest athlete ever, ever. Like not just football yeah, athlete. Yeah. And uh, that's the whole Deion Sanders conversation, right? Similar. Yeah, but he had the strength and power to too, though. I mean, he had the strength. Yeah. <laughs> Some of the runs yeah, Bo, that Bo, Bo Jackson had. <laughs> he was so. How many concussions too, did he like, deliver with his knee pads? How many concussions did he deliver with his knee pads? Oh Too man, many. what a start! What about the fear he, he put in baseball players? Yeah. Like, what about the guy on first base when he's coming there full speed? <laughs> like, it's he was he was a freaking of an athlete. No, nah, he was incredible. Is, is Brady the Mount Rushmore quarterback? Of course, of it's course. No one else. And I mean, okay. it's tough to argue because he he comes in a, he comes in an era with Peyton Manning, Drew Brees. I mean, you can even go to. You know, early on, uh, or the later years of of, of the uh, John Elway, right when John Elway mm-hmm. was coming out, there was this young, skinny, weird built kid from California. It's the consistency for me, Gus. Right? It's the it's the championship rings. It's the leaving leaving the, the New England Patriots and being from under the thumb of Bill Belichick and still winning a championship. I mean, it's tough to argue. Montana's definitely up there okay. for an argument. It, I mean, it's... Peyton is up there for an argument. It's interesting because I think running back would have been a, a, a position you would have thought of on the Mount Rushmore of, I, I guess, players. That's what I was going to say because back in the day, the running back was the star, right, with Peyton and Sayers and all of that. But I'm just thinking, so, you know, would you think of somebody that important now in today's game? It's probably more receiver, maybe even tight end. But running back, if you had to pick one running back, I mean, right now I'm looking at the comments. It's a battle. It's a battle. Peyton. Barry Sanders. I mean, who who was the best back that you could think? Of? Like, who are you putting on that mountain, Raphael? First, I would put Peyton, but Gail Sayers. If it wasn't for his knee injury, he would have been he would have been my number greatest one. greatest of all time. Greatest of all time, right, Walter Payton. And I'm still mad at Buckus or Adika for not giving him a touchdown in the Super Bowl <laughs> and gave it to the fat guy that we got crushed at Caesar's Palace with the prop bet. Will William Perry score a touchdown? <laughs> Marlon, big who's Perry, the don't who's, hit on the big guys. Who's the greatest? Yeah, no, Marlon would have loved the touchdown, huh? You would have loved Les Miles or Nick Saban just calling a run for you, huh, Marlon? Would you have gotten in the end zone from a yard out? Yes, indeed. I would have gotten in the end zone 30 yards out. Oh, wow. 30. I I, I will say this. We ran a pseudo 40. We did a a show at New Orleans Harley-Davidson after a Saints training camp practice. Me, Jordan, Raphael, I mean, not Raphael, Marlon, uh, I think Brian, the enemy, was there too. We had a, a handful of people running. He smoked us. What? I mean, he absolutely smoked us. It wasn't even funny. I was, I was trying to make sure I didn't like, you know, run so fast that like my body thought I was running faster than my legs, and you go head over feet and just land on concrete. Marlin easily <laughs> blew by all of us. Like it wasn't even funny. It was effortless. We're gonna call Brian. It, it was effortless. You remember that, huh, Marlin? <laughs> I remember that, but y'all was moving though. That's different. No, that's, 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 that's kind of you to say. That's, <laughs> that's kind of you to say. All right, best receiver, because right now it looks like it's a battle between um, 
Again, Boston Rice seem to be the the two on yeah. there. Who you got? Well, Gus, you did say you said run, you said running back. You got to go it, and I'm not saying this. Hey, New Orleans, don't get mad at me. Dallas Cowboys, right? Emmitt Smith, Emmitt Smith over and Jim our, Brown. Juan, Juan just said Jim Brown. What about Jim Brown? Jim Brown was the biggest guy on the field. I'm yeah. talking about Jim Brown was bigger than his offensive line. You know, it was refrigerators back then. Jim Brown did set the tone, but Emmett, Emmett and Barry really revolutionized See, the game I, man, at I, the time. Dude, I, I, I know you're a Cowboy fan. I just and, and again, I, I know I'm talking about a Hall of Famer, but that offensive line that Emmett Smith had with the receiver and the quarterback, I, I just say, like, Barry Sanders retired because his team was so bad. He retired because the Lions couldn't get anything right. Like, Barry Sanders got five yards because of Barry Sanders. Like, to me, I'm putting Barry over Emmett. I agree. Just like Terrell Davis, Barry, everyone gets him to plug, and it was all it was the Broncos' offensive lineman. Barry was stupid. I mean, <laughs> that dude was just in uh, the slow mo NFL film serious? highlights were just absurd. Okay. What 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 would annoy you more as a deep tackle, Marlon? A guy that could run you over, or a guy that you don't know where it is that he's going, so you can actually launch and try to tackle him. Oh, that second guy all day. Barry Sanders would have been the toughest to to tackle. Don't get me wrong, and and I hate the fact that I'm such a a football stiffler to where I look at every element and what that running back was able to do. Because Barry or Sweetness would be one 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 a one b on my list, mm-hmm. but I would say a guy like Barry Sanders. I, I think whenever you have a guy that can stop and go, whenever you have a guy that that under understand that understands uh you know having your eyes go side to side and find a little creases. Man, Barry just did that next to none. But he was just on a bad team. Oh, my God. It was I terrible. Mean, think about that. You had to retire because your organization was so bad. I mean, is it in the LeBron era now? He's been like, trade me. Yeah. You know, <laughs> there have been teams everywhere to try to get Barry Sanders. But, I mean, it's, it's incredible. The guy literally – like, all right, then I just won't play. Even the right receiver they had left. He's like, yeah. I'm out. I mean, that's unbelievable. I guess when you think about it like that. All right, Megatron. So, uh, if you had to pick a coach, Marlon, as we wrap up with Marlon Favorite, uh, joining us in the upper cervical family chiropractic phone line, who is the head coach that you would put? Like, maybe, maybe not on the Mount Rushmore, but, you know, like maybe a side piece of a mountain or, or, or a tree carving. Let's go with a tree carving. Who would you put? Uh, Bill Belichick is undeniable. I mean, what he was able to do in the early 2000s, um, and, and, and what he's still able to do into the into the uh, past the 2010s into this new new 2020 era, it, it's just it, it's legit almost next to none. Now, it's tons of honorable mentions in that time. Uh, Tony Dungy, you know, Coach Sean Payton, you know, taking that this team after Hurricane Katrina. But man, you gotta call a spade a spade, Bill, Bill, uh, Coach Bill Belichick. By you, Raphael. Oh, but it has it's to be Bill. Belichick. It has to be Belichick. Maybe okay. Bill Parcells. Another Bill, but yeah. Belichick. Easy. All right. Marlon Favorite, as always, man, I appreciate it. Hey, get, get, get this on Friday when we speak. We'll be talking about three Saints practices in the books. No, I can't wait. I'll be out there. I can't wait. You know what? You, you're going. I'm making sure you're going now. Raphael got to get out there and sweat with us. Three practices will be in the books, Marlon, when we talk again on Friday, sir. 
I'll try to catch that third one with you. Let's do it. Hello, somebody. <laughs> Sounds good. There he goes, Mr. Hello, somebody himself. Marlon Fave, right? Big Fave 504 is the way to follow on Twitter, Inside the Trenches, the podcast. And, of course, go get that, what is it, Ballers Broadcast, right? Streaming everywhere. Did I do that right? The Baller Broadcast. You plugged it right, Gus. The Baller Broadcast and Apple Music, Spotify, wherever you listen to your music. You're going to love the album. 25 minutes of that. Hello, somebody. Let's get it. <laughs> Okay, let, let's be clear. It's not 25 minutes of Hello Somebody, but it's in there. You know, it's 25 minutes long, the whole album. But, okay, you could have, like, the Super Techno Club remix of 25 minutes Hello Somebody. Well, let's say this. It's only about 3 minutes and 58 seconds of Hello Somebody. But guess what, y'all? You get a little bit of dust, too, now. So you oh, hate. there it is. There it is. We, we might have to play that on oh. the air on Friday. Thank you, bud. Appreciate the time, man. Man, enjoy y'all week, brother. Thank y'all for having me. Y'all take right. care. Sounds good. There he goes. Barlett favorite. Quick break. We come back. More. The sports hangover in your phone calls on ESPN New Orleans. Is thank God in Greyhound you're gone. Thank God in Greyhound you're gone. I didn't know how much longer I could go on. Watching you take the respect out of me. Watching you make a total wreck out of me. That big diesel motor's playing my song. Thank God in Greyhound, you're gone. Thibodeau Regional Health System was recently named one of the nation's 50 top cardiovascular hospitals by IBM Watson Health. This award for delivering the best quality and most cost-effective heart and vascular care is important. Why? Because high-quality heart care close to home is not only convenient, it's life-saving. When it comes to matters of the heart, choose the experts at Thibodeau Regional. We don't want you on our team. You're too slow and fat. This is weight bias. I'm worried about your weight. Don't you care what other people think? Millions who live and are affected by obesity face weight bias every day. You're not the right fit for this job. Unfair judgment by others. Just stop eating so much and exercise some. You lose all this weight. These people often blame themselves. It's just me. Nobody likes me. I do exercise and eat right. And I talk to my doctor. Weight bias hurts. Everyone deserves to be treated with dignity and respect. Your words and actions matter. Let's stop weight bias. Let's work together. Be part of the solution. Go to StopWeightBias.com and learn more. A public service message from Obesity Action Coalition. Where opportunities are created, not waited on. That's the Dan Oss difference. I've been here for 23 years. The opportunity for advancement within Dan Oss was pretty evident early on in my career. They give you a lot of tools and training in order to learn the oil field industry. It has been an excellent ride for me. Join the team that does it different at danos.com. That's D-A-N-O-S.com. What would you say you do here? Sports. Sports. All day long. Hello, sports fans. Now back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. 800-998-1003. They like to give us a buzz on the Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic phone line. We'll be there tomorrow to speak to Dr. Joshua Roulette. 132 West Harrison Avenue. If you're coming down West End Boulevard, take a right on Harrison. That's where Francesca is. 
I wish I could go there. You should go there. We'll be there on I Thursday. Leave, leave tomorrow. All right. You're going back to the desert? No, I'm going to uh, just St. Augustine. Oh. Wedding. Yeah. Brother-in-law's getting married. I'm actually officiating the wedding, too. Are you? Re- you're an officiator? Like, licensed, huh? Yeah, I'm licensed. Really? Yeah. Do you? Do you? Yeah. You practice that? Uh, I'm, this one's a little bit more of a, this is both second marriages, so it's kind of loose, oh. loosey-goosey in this one. <laughs> so this one's more like the, the Mel Brooks and Spaceballs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yada, yada, to you, yeah. to you, ah, you make, you know, kiss the bride. They want to, they want to <laughs> shorten quick, so I'm pretty much, <laughs> and it's outside, yeah, he sold so. He it in packages, right? Do yeah. you do packages? I uh, love that movie. I, you know what? He did I the package, right? Like he, yeah, it was I, different package. Yeah, I did that yeah. one. I just actually got ordained in New Orleans, so I, so I, cause there's a, there's a chapel, uh, okay. like on, I think is it bourbon or something? There's a chapel right there, so I'm gonna that's, let them know. Like, hey. That sounds like a real, a real chapel. I'm like, hey, if you need someone really quick, I can <laughs> just walk down and officiate if I'm in town. You may feel like or think you may see Jesus, but you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> what, what, what would be the, uh, the all-star package? I had to buy it. It was it was sixty nine dollars. I think it was for really four states. Did I? Have? That's it. So yeah. I could, I could go marry people, huh? Oh yeah. So if I what what was it? Um, we were just talking about college football odds. LSU's five thousand plus five thousand. Mm-hmm. So I put a buck. I get five grand. I could go marry people. Oh yeah. You get a certificate. No kidding. Wow. I'll send you a link. Kind of along the lines, I would be like Father Guido Sargucci back in the days Saturday Night Live. My uh, brother-in-law and his future wife are both big Star Wars fans. So I got a little Star really? Wars stuff. In oh, the you speech. do! Yeah. You're gonna, you're gonna, yeah, you're gonna yeah. throw that in there. Huh? I have a couple of little Star Wars uh, jokes. I in like there. that, Jack. Thank you for giving us a call here on the Sports Hangover. What you got? <laughs> Hello, Jack. Jack. Oh, I was gonna give Jack big winners. Hello, Jack. Jack going once. Jack going twice. Jack, Jack, Jack. I was telling Jack to bet the Atlanta Braves. Really? Yeah, but he's not there. And Jack hung up. Okay. And he's going to call back. There he is. I see him. So let's let's see what happens with him. Uh, give give me a, a baseball play or two today. I like the Cubbies today. They oh, won four straight. On, they coming up a road We've sweep. We won four straight? Then we just swept the Phillies in Philadelphia. Oh. Well, didn't they give up? Didn't they? They fired um, Girardi, right? Yeah. Beginning of the they season. were playing really good ball lately. And uh, they, they're the ones with... Uh, Kyle Schwerber. Sato or whatever his name is. Oh, that's Washington. No, I forgot. Well, they're red uniforms. Yeah. That's Washington. Which is, which he can I probably, do that on purpose. Because Scott this morning texts me like all giddy and stuff. Apparently the Cardinals could be one of the leading franchises in competition to get. They are, but yeah. I don't think they're going to pull the trigger. Keep an eye out for Padres and Seattle. Seattle could be a very interesting Dude, situation. I tell you what, you you get that that young buck that was in the All Stars mm-hmm. along with him. That could be uh, yep. that could be fun. Um, Jack, did you come back with us, bud? Okay, hey Jack. I don't know why you couldn't hear me. How y'all doing? Uh, good man, doing well. <laughs> so I'm speaking to Reverend G Cat. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I'd be I'd probably be along the lines of Father Guido Sarguchi, you know, back in the day of <laughs> Saturday Night Live, but. No, I mean, I could be. I didn't know. That's it. 69 bucks, huh? $69. $69 for some chapel and bourbon. Mm-hmm. That's all I got to do. No, you have to go do online. I, do, I, do, I, do I take a test or something? No. Like, no? Just have to fill There's out some no test. No test. No test. No. <laughs> wow. Who wants me to marry them? How about that? If I get somebody that says they would want me to do it, I will go through the paperwork in the process. I will do it. What's up, Jack? 
Gus, I, I'd love to see you at halftime of the Saints game just marrying people. That would be, be so cool. <laughs> right I, there. I'd love to see that. Dude, I'm telling you, there's some nice little areas. I think the Dome got those two little con- those little four concourse levels there where you can kind of stand mm-hmm. right now. and um, It's Universal Life Church is the yeah, website. I can do there. I can do four game, one in every corner of the Dome between the quarters there. You know, I totally could do that. Uh, and, and Raphael, um, that's got to be music to every bookmaker in the country's ears when you hear all the Saints fans calling oh. up to say that they want to bet and how disrespected <laughs> the team is. And, oh, my God. It, 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 it's a curse, and it's laughter at the same time. Because oh, I, I do a million media hits, seems like, a week, and every city I call into to do interviews and talk odds, their team is going to go 17-0 and win a Super Bowl. I mean, last time I checked, there was only one Super Bowl trophy. Uh, when you on Sports Center recently? I want. Yeah, you were on ESPN. I saw your picture. Yeah, yeah. Was, yeah. So it, it's funny, but at the same time, I kind of feel sad because these these teams and these fans are so energetic because football's coming back, and then after week three, week four, they're already looking at their NBA their schedules and college basketball schedules because their teams either zero and three or right. one and two. Sad. Hello? Yep. yep. Yeah, we'll listen. Okay. No, I know you, you hate to tell them they're wrong. It's almost like telling a little kid there's no Santa. You know, it's, it, you just feel bad about it. <laughs> yeah, and, but I tell people it's good to be a fan, but when it comes to gambling, we're talking about money. I'm a diehard Cub fan, and I will bet against my Cubs any day of the week if it's going to put some coin in my pocket to, to help my wife's Amazon addiction to pay it off. So <laughs> you, you have to put your your fandom aside when it comes to betting. Don't bet, oh, I'm going to bet the Saints because they're my favorite team and Winston's going to win the MVP. You, know, you can't look at yourself like that where you have to look at it as this is where you're trying to put some extra coin in your pocket. Don't look at who's your favorite team. Look at more value you than who's your favorite team. Raphael, I used to have a, a friend who was a bookmaker, and um, he would have the same guy every week call him up and make four parlays, but all with the Saints. Oh, yeah. And this is when the Saints were bad. This was when the Saints were bad. Mm-hmm. The four teams would win and the Saints would lose. Uh, I, so I he'd was... lose all the parlays. I started bookmaking when the Chicago Bulls, Michael Jordan, their 72-10 and 10 season, but they never covered games. I would have guys call me putting their mortgage on it. Oh, I'm going to take the Bulls against the Pacers, and they'll be minus 26, oh. minus 27-point favorites. And the fourth quarter, Pippen and Jordan mm-hmm. and Rodman are sitting on a bench, and they only win by 10. That's a good point. <laughs> guess you're right. I, look, I've, I've been in and out of uh, in and out of my vehicle. Um. Did you talk about bad bets yet? You know, which bets did you think are bad? Like, oh, I'll throw one out there. Yeah. The, the, the commercials the commercials that y'all do for in-game parlays, that's a sucker bet. I'll yes. throw that one out there. Yes. Raphael, did you, did you talk about that? Uh, no, but I will right now. People who are listening right now, pull it, on, pull it aside, and I want to tell you something. Parlays pay my salary for 15 years in Vegas. They pay my salary for multiple books I work for now. It's not a good bet. Uh, if you're looking to make money, parlays is not it. You may hit one, but towards the end of the month, keep track of how many you win and how many you lost. And I can guarantee you that the red pen will be used a lot more than that black pen. And then I'll throw out one more, and, I, and I'll get out. The uh, uh, betting big baseball favorites is a way to lose a lot of money. 
Because, yes. I mean, you have to win so many to make up. On the, on the, you know, you got to win four out of five, especially this time of year. Say if you want to bet the Yankees, you're probably having to put up, what, three or 350 every night? So wow. if, they, if, the, if the other team wins one out of four, you lose money. Yeah, look so, when the, look when the Baltimore Orioles beat the Yankees two out of three. The Yankees were minus two eighty or higher. So even if you only won, if you lost one and won one, you were still in a negative because you lost at two eighty because uh, they were just high favorites. Yeah, betting baseball be very smart because bullpens are horrible now these days, people. Well, guys, y'all have a good afternoon. Thanks. Appreciate it as always. You know what though? I got I got a safe parlay. Roy, you paying attention? Tua throws a pick. <laughs> um, their their newest offensive weapon gets over fifty yards on wow. rec- receiving Tyreek Hill, and there'll be one sack. I want Tua to be bad, so that's then he's a good parlay. A, so then he's on the Saints, and he replaces Tua is James. throwing a pick I, at week one. Absolutely. Who are they playing? Let's look at it when we come back. Sports Hangover to ESPN New Orleans. Come on, the rising wind. We're going up around the bend. Advanced Eye Institute and Cutoff is your hometown eye care provider. Dr. Darby Chasson is here to serve the eye care needs of your entire family. Full-service eye medical and vision services are provided in a friendly atmosphere. For the latest in designer frames to advancements in astigmatism and bifocal contact lenses, call Advanced Eye Institute at 985-632-2884 for your appointment today or visit our website at visionsourceadvancedeyecutoff.com. Set yourself up for success when planning your next event. Whether it be a festival, Mardi Gras rodeo, or outdoor music venue, Joe's Septic Contractors knows that it's important to cover your bases well before the days of your event. Joe's Septic Contractors can supply 1810 three and two stall restroom air conditioned trailers anytime, anywhere, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Planning an event? Visit Joe's Septic at bizcom.net with locations in Cutoff, Thibodeau, Fushaw, Abbeville, and Reserve. Energize your business with Bayou Black Electric Supply in Homa. When you're elbow deep in a job, the last thing you need is to lose time and money fetching electrical supplies. Bayou Black Electric will deliver your items to the job site. There's daily scheduled service throughout South Louisiana, Lafouche, Terrebonne, Morgan City, New Iberia, and Lafayette. Plus, the river parishes too. If you need parts, call Bayou Black Electric Supply. 985-223-8807. Highway 311 in Homa. Simply free. Don't those two words go together nicely? Especially when they describe the very best in daily money management. At SL Bank, our Simply Free checking account provides you the tools you need to manage your account and to make life a little easier. Want to know more about Simply Free checking? Just talk with us today at SL Bank. Member FDIC. Let's hit it. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. 800-998-1003. Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic phone line. Proud sponsors. That as of today, Dr. Josh Roulette will be there tomorrow. In Lakeview, have you, um, you, you do chiropractic? Stuff? No, I just Google massages. I don't. No you offense. Google massages? No, I said I would do, do massages. Oh, chiropractic. Well, it's the same thing. I mean, that's why they have Lakeview therapy as well massage therapy. It's kind of a package. When I, when I missed my back, I'm playing beach volleyball. Chiropractors messed it up worse than it. Really? I have surgery. So. Ooh. 
Well, you had a lot of different surgeries. <laughs> a lot of different One back, two knees, and oh, seven hearts. Wow. That's um Operation Man right here. There's plenty of time to uh, to be in there. Hey, by the way, so, yeah, I'm in. I mean, if somebody would legitimately want me to officiate their wedding, I will go through the process. Universal hey. Life Church, people. So who who would I be joining the ranks of here, just like you have? Conan O'Brien. Conan O'Brien. Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. Sir Paul McCartney. Wait a minute. A Beatle? Yeah. The Beatle got his officiating line. The Rock. <laughs> so, somehow Steven. Gus Kattengell in Raphael Esposito. Yeah, how come my picture's not on there? <laughs> yeah, do we get our photos on here? Who else yeah, is in there? Uh, Stephen oh. Colbert, Richard Isn't Bronson. that Magneto? Who's Magneto? Yeah. yeah. I am a clean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I want to get my picture on there. Uh, wait, I'm sorry, Richard Branson. Yeah, same place. Yeah. So, are you sure this we can get we can get it here? I mean, yes. It kind of seems like you kind of have to, you know, I don't know, be a celebrity. Oh, well, I guess you are then. I am. I guess I am a celebrity. Wow. Kissing, kissing babies and uh, marrying couples. Where, where is your photo on that though? I know. I'm a little disappointed. You should, uh, you should be right I next sh- to Lady Gaga. Uh, exactly. No? I paid my sixty-five ninety-nine. Okay, of on that list. The photos at on that at home page there. I think I'm I'm choosing the rock. Oh, by far, right? We went to buy WWE. You text me that yep. this morning. Is, is that or last night? Is that where, where are you hearing? Is that legit? I mean, well, that, that really would make good. a lot of sense. I mean, he already bought XFL from Vince McMahon, so uh, he's got ties in that. I don't think he has enough capital to do it himself. I think he would have to try to go. Get funds and right. stuff like that. But if you're WWE, if you're Stephanie, and, uh, and that makes Triple all the H, sense in the world. Yeah, because when you did that, I text Josh and Pepito, massive you know wrestling fans. And let's be honest, you and I have been talking about this day as well. The last year and a half, two years, three years, it it's been time. Not just because of scandal, but I mean just yeah. the storylines. It's just it's just time. It's just it's time to move on. And but you look back at the old videos of like. You know, Stone Cold and even the Rocket stuff, like the Attitude Era, which I hear is rumored. Yeah, right. Today's the first day of TV fourteen. I think they moved oh. to TV fourteen. Uh, okay, so and I told you about this when you were talking about me. I'm like, you know, everything's going streaming. NFL Plus came out today. Yeah. You know, and I wonder if they won't put out a stream only day of the week that is a little more like the Attitude Era. Uh, I don't know what to do that. I just think it was smart because if you're The Rock, you could just buy it and just let Stephanie and Triple H, you know, here, you guys still run. But I also think the cool thing about that would be he could be what Vince McMahon was early on on this. I mean, a villain, a storyline. The guy was always in the ring. He wrestled, but he was part of the storylines, getting beat up by Stone Cold Steve Austin or, you know, inflicting pain on others. Like, I could absolutely see The Rock one day a week or whatever, one of those shows – you know, being a McMahon like, you know, um, I I run this place now. I'm gonna make your life a living hell. I mean, I could totally see that happen. Yeah, I, I don't think it. Ha- I think he'll run for president before he'll probably go for WWE. Really? But, uh, I can see. I, I can see them using his name to try to get back in the positive. Rafael Espars, as always, appreciate the time. We'll talk again on Friday at VSI Knock Sports. The way to follow him, Matt Muscone, and after further reviews up next. Thanks for listening to the Sports Hangover on ESPN New Orleans. Oh,